Welcome to the Summertime Spouse Podcast. And today on Ask an Expert, I have Ken Wimberly from the Legacy of Love app. He is the founder and CEO of the Legacy of Love app. Welcome, Ken. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Happy to be here. I am so happy you're here. And thank you for dealing with my technical difficulties this morning. But we're here, we're live, and we're going to talk about putting family first. Outstanding. We're live and it's Friday. It hey, hey. It is. Woohoo! So, Ken, tell me your story and how it led you to the Legacy of Love app. Yeah, just, uh, I guess a couple things quickly. I'll start when I was young, and this is really how some of this led. When I was just a young child, I grew up um, in a household, as this was in the 70s, so maybe this was pretty common, it certainly was with me, where I heard things like, um, that's the way it is, and that's the, wor the way the world is, and because I'm the parent. And so I'd hear a few things like that, and it just never sat right with me as a child. And I vowed that when I became a parent, I would do things very differently. I would treat my children as little humans that had brains and cognitive ability and, and could understand reasoning and logic. So um, as I became a parent, I, in fact, employed that kind of um, uh, thinking and, and uh, decision making with my children. But a couple of things happened early in my parenting journey. In fact, right after I had my daughter, I met with a uh, my CPA and an attorney who shared with me a story that he did for what he did for his children each year. He used to shoot a ton of video each year. And at the end of each year, he would splice together one minute of video per month for each of his children, put it on a DVD, put a music track to it and give it to his child as, hey, this is your life in 2003. And I thought, oh my God, that's brilliant. But keep in mind, this is 2003, way pre-iPhone days. And I didn't, uh, I didn't have a video camera and I certainly didn't know how to edit video. So that was a little out of my wheelhouse, um, but it kind of got me thinking, what could I do? And then the other thing that happened right around that same time period was, uh, uh, my stepmother on my birthday gave me the most beautiful, wonderful gift I'd ever received. She gave me this big, beautiful leather bound scrapbook. And as I opened up that scrapbook, the first picture in there uh, was my baby picture from the hospital. I have a little hospital bracelet on and um, the scrapbook told the story of my life through childhood, adolescence, military school, onto college and into the birth of my first child. And in that scrapbook, it uh, had notes in the margins that detailed out family vacations we would take and the jokes we would tell on the road trips and had photos of, of my family members, some of which are no longer with me. And all of this was just so impactful for me that I, I literally cried when I received it. And those two things got me thinking, you know, I wasn't a scrapbooker, so scrapbooking really wasn't my thing. And, and, I, and I didn't have video, but like, what could I do? Uh, to make an impact for my children. And I thought, you know what, I can write. I, I can write and journal to them. And so I started this process in 2003. My daughter was one year old, she's now 17. And my son, who's now 16, was still in the womb. And I, I wanted 
this commitment I was making, because it was a commitment. I wanted it to be something that I could live with that was manageable. And so I said, what can I do? I thought, once a month. I could live with once a month. That, that's a rhythm that I could stick to. And so I started that process in, in fortuitously. Uh, I, I started to make it a digital process. I thought, do I do it by hand? Do I do it digitally? And I could type faster than I could write. So I said, let me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start it in just a simple Word document. And I started each entry with the date in my child's age and my age so that later in life they could go back and read and understand where they were at the different stages of life and where I was at the different stages of my life. And so started it in a Word document and I kept at it, you know, month over month, year over year, um, just creating and capturing memories of my children. And at first it was just they're just, you know, I mean, it's, it's a, a young father with young children just gushing about how awesome they were and how how happy I was. And then, of course, the first two or three years of, of a child's life, it's everything's a milestone. You yeah. get new things here, new things there. And so I'm documenting these milestones and these events and things that are happening. Uh, and as time went on, uh, I documented kind of I started telling the stories of my life and a little backstory on me and who I was and sharing things with them. Uh, and then we'd take family vacations and much like my, my stepmom did for me in a scrapbook, I would detail out the family vacations. I still do that today. Every time we go on vacation, I'll write in their journal and I'll detail every day. And what I'll typically do that just uh, the, the following morning uh, as I'm having my coffee, I'll open up my phone or my iPad and I'll take some notes on what we did the previous day. And that way it's, it's just a chronological log of all of these things that frankly, we would forget, or I would certainly forget as time went on. Like, what was the name of our guide? What was the city we were in when we did this or that or that? And so I've documented those. I've ended up capturing highs and lows, uh, good times, bad times, the divorce from uh, my first wife, my older children's mom, my remarriage. Uh, my I went bankrupt in 2001. I, I journaled about that whole process and wrote about that to my children. And uh, what I learned, the mistakes I made, what I hope they don't make the same kind of mistakes. And uh, it's just been literally the, the story of their life and the story of my life. And, and the intent on this all along was that I would give it to my children at their high school graduation. It would uh -huh. be 18 years of your life through my eyes at high school graduation. And as time went on, I've shared this idea with hundreds of parents and many of which have started journaling on their own. And one of the biggest rewards I get is I get texts all the time from other parents like, hey kid, I made my first journal entry. And it's so cool for me. And more and more people started asking me, they said, Ken, you gotta do something with this. You need to like create something to make it easy for the rest of us to do what you're doing. And I, I honestly, I just figured something was out there already. Uh -huh. And I started looking around and there wasn't anything. I was doing it in a Word document for a while, and then I did it in Evernote for a while, and, and it worked, but I had to do a lot of extra steps to make it do what I wanted to do, and um, I thought, you know what, there's nothing out there doing, um, kind of putting it all together, and so a couple of years ago, uh, at the encouragement of many, many people, I went out and, and created what is now Legacy of Love, and that's a, a parent-to-child journaling app. It's designed to be the easy button to capture moments, memories, lessons, things that you want to pass down to your children and grandchildren. And in the app, you can capture, you certainly there's, you can you know, tell the story, annotate it with text. You can also add photos and videos and 
voice notes so you can you know capture if maybe interview grandparents and, and capture their actual voice or video on there uh, to pass down to generations. Even you can save voicemails. Really, really cool because I've received some of the sweetest little voicemails from my children in the past. And, and in years past, I would try to just save them and save them, but eventually with phone upgrades, they'd get lost or destroyed or something. And now I've got a place where we can save those voicemails and keep them forever. And then the really cool thing is, is we built it where you can designate any entry as a milestone. Like I mentioned, of course, the first few years, there's so many milestones in your children's lives. And then as they get older, it's their, their first date, their first car, the, you know, these bigger things. And so I can designate any entry in the app of the milestone and then go look at a beautiful timeline view. And I can see the age they were and the dates of these major milestones in their lives. And so anyway, we created that to to be a gift to the world um, and put it out there about a year ago is when we when we officially released and we've been steadily uh, growing and, and more and more people adding on and using it. And it's so rewarding to me as people, email, a lot of people email me and they share with me, oh, this has meant so much and I've done this with it or I've done that with it. And um, it's just a really, really awesome thing. And that's, uh, that's, that's what I've done. I've shared it with so many people and now there's a whole movement taking on with with thousands of people doing the same thing. That is amazing. I remember when my grandma passed away just a few years ago, that one of the things that I missed the most was her voice. Because you would, I would call her and it'd be hours on the phone and we'd chew over all those things things about life right and uh i was going through about a year ago some old photos or uh on the the computer that we had saved and i came across this video and she actually talked she didn't like the camera but i got her to talk and um she actually said i love you and so i took that little snippet and i put it in um greeting cards and I sent it to my mom I sent it to my brother I sent it to my aunts and it was like a personal card that grandma had sent them with that little phrase that said I love you and it was the most amazing gift that any of them had ever received it was just like and it cost nothing right it was yeah. just a memory. So do you have any stories like that where somebody's like, this was the best gift I've ever been given? Yeah, I mean, I've, so a, a, a few things like that. But with, um, we've, we've got folks that have, Sony, have, have used, like, honestly, I've had some people that have used it to document the, the last days of their parents' life. And it's, um, you know, when sometimes, and this is me for, for journaling to my children, that I, it's always been um, kind of a safety stop for me that in the event something happened to me tragically and I was gone in an instant and there wasn't time to say my goodbyes and to say things, this would be something that they would have for me or from me. It would be their life told in my voice and I end every journal entry that I make to them with the words, I love you with all my heart. So they would read hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times that I love you with all my heart. And so that's been my, but we, you know, for, for some people, they do, they get the time and it, it, it's tragic, but you know, at least if you know, you've got six months to live or you, you've got 90 days left, 
then you can at least plan and prepare. And so we've, we've certainly had some folks that have used it um, to document and, and record, like you said, your grandmother's voice. For my wife, her grandmother was probably her, her biggest influence in her life. And if she would have had something like that, recordings of her grandmother just telling about her own life and just how much that, that she meant to uh, her, that would have been uh, a treasure forever. And so we've, you know, we've, we've had a couple of people that have, have um, used it exactly to do that, to record their parents in their last few months and to document about their parents' lives and their parents telling stories to their children and grandchildren and future great-grandchildren so that it can be passed down. Yeah, that's, that's a really great way. That is so interesting. Like you said, we never know, right? It could be tomorrow we're gone. But what you've created is something for a family or loved ones that you can pass this on from generation to generation. So God forbid something happen, your grandchildren are going to know you. Your great-grandchildren are going to know you. It's a legacy that lives way beyond what you could have ever done. It, what we know is, right, family connection and understanding your family and your family history is so powerful. It's why ancestry has done so well as it's continued to grow, right? People want to know about their, their ancestors and their family. And it's one thing, you know, to, to know, okay, this person was a figure here, or maybe there's something written about your, your family ancestors in the newspaper. They, they had some type of fame or fortune, or, or maybe they had written a book and you can learn some things from them. This is actually their words about your other lineage right here. As, as you look forward in the future, right? For, for my great, great, great grandchildren, they will be reading my words and my love of, of their great, great grandmother or grandfather right there. So how neat is that? That is so cool. And like in the very beginning, you said, uh, what can I do to leave an impact on my children? So many of us go through life and we just, we do life, right? We, uh, and we get distracted. Uh, we love those milestones, but we don't, do anything with them like the baby book right i've got baby books that are filled my first child hers is filled out perfectly but the other two are going to be like mom didn't love me nearly as much as the first one so something like this you wouldn't have to go off of the devices that you use every single day so you could just drag and drop when you're on that stinking phone instead of having to go to that baby book it's empty. super easy. And yeah. your story that you just shared is probably so common. It is so common. It's like the first child I had it nailed, had it all done, yep. was so excited. The second, maybe got a third of it. And the third, we didn't even open it. Yep. And, and that is so, such a common story. And you're exactly right. This is um, just as it happens. That's why we designed it. We're going to be simple. Pick up your phone. You know, I, I look over and again, for me, it's a monthly rhythm. Some people are much more frequent. I know there's there's people that, that are weekly into it. Um, but for me, at least once a month, I can pick up the phone. And, and typically what I'll do is scroll through my photos to remind me of the things because we typically take pictures of the important events and things that are happening. So I'll scroll through the last months of pictures and it will remind me of the events of the things we, we've done or the alternate is sometimes 
kids say the funniest stuff. And so when when they'll say something that just blows me away or is so funny or so thought provoking, at that point I'll go, okay, I'm gonna dive in and, and save this. Even if I just open up an entry and and create a title for it, right? That I, it will remind me to detail it later. Uh, but otherwise I'll just jump in, write a few sentences right there and, and I'm done. And it's it's the simplicity of it is is really the beauty. That is amazing because so many times in life we get hung up on that bad stuff, but the majority of it's the good stuff. I love that you ask an intelligent question. Like most people uh, would think, okay, what can I leave for my children financially? Um, They don't think about how you could save them decades worth of time. And put it into days, right? And how you could actually save them hundreds of thousands of dollars from telling them these are the mistakes your parents made. I want you to learn from them and grow from them so you can be a better human being and you don't have to suffer like I did, right? And so you ask an intelligent question, how can I leave an impact with my children? But you didn't hide from them, which so many of us do, as mom and dad are superheroes. My mom was a saint. She could do no wrong. I didn't know the things her and dad went through raising two kids, going through college to become registered nurses our entire lives, right? So if I would have had that information, maybe I could have not made the financial mistakes I made, the mistakes I made with my children. And if you can document them with that intelligent question, how can I leave an impact on my children? Not just the happy things. Tell them about the struggles and the sufferings that that we went through as a family that they didn't maybe know about because they were so young. How can yeah. I leave an impact? That is so powerful. That was a great question. It brings me back to where I started the conversation to tie that in is, is again, how when I was raised with the words, because I told you so, and that's the way it is, and that's the way the world is. So as I've raised my children, I have, and I have a four-year-old right now, and so I always, and sometimes this is difficult, but I always explain my decisions to my kids. And if they ask, right, why? Why can't I do this? Why can't I do that? I, I explain it. They have never heard me say, because I'm the parent or because I said so, that um, I tell them, here's why. Now, many times, they don't agree with the why. They have a different perspective and that's okay. But depending on the situation, I will use um, journaling to my children to explain the why, especially as, as they've gotten older and I've got teenage children, you start to dive into much bigger problems and struggles and issues. And you know, honestly, as a parent, you don't know the freaking right answers all the time. We're doing the best we can with the information we have and, and our skill set to do what we can. And I'll explain to my children, hey, here's the reason why, or here's here's why I'm making this decision, or man, I granted your tail for three weeks. And and I'll go in and explain, hey, here's here's what I'm afraid of. Here's what I'm hoping comes out of this. And I don't know. I mean, time will tell if it was the right decision. Time will tell what happens. Um, but I'm doing the best with what I have. And I'll, I'll explain that. And my hope there is that as my children read this, when their parents of their own are becoming parents of their own, they will, it will help them with perspective 
and, and to give them a little bit of guidance on their own journey. I think that is an amazing kind of perspective because what I've noticed with what's going on in the world is so few people question what's going on. And I think that's a gift you can give your children, not just to accept what's given to you, but get down to the root of it so you can grow from it. But... Lots of times people don't explain that and it's beautiful. That's the way the world works. That's how we learn, right? Is asking questions. Why, 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 how, how? And they can understand how it is. And if they don't like how it is, they can change it. They have that voice, right? And so that's amazing. For sure. So what if people are going, man, I wish I would have done this when my kids were born. Man, I should have done this 10 years ago. What would you say to them? It's like the old Chinese proverb. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. And the next best time is today. And, And so to start today, think about this. Even if you have grown children or teenage children that are there, and you're like, oh, I wish I would have started this when they were little. Um, think right now. Uh, if, if you could just start telling and, and start as you remember it, just start even on the monthly cycle, right? So, so just say for the next five years, you did once per month, that's 60 different stories of their life or your life that you've told over the next five years. I mean, that is amazing. Imagine that 60 stories that you can pass down to your children forever. And you do this for years and years. And so for me, I will give this to my children at their high school graduation. And when I started this process so many years ago, that was kind of how I thought, I'm gonna do it for 18 years, I'm gonna give it. Now, my perspective is I will continue writing to them until the day I die. But everything I write from the time I give it to them until that day, that will be my final parting gift to, to my children and grandchildren. Wow. That's amazing because from the time that your child's born until they go to their college, go off to college, which mine, uh, one of them is off on her own, creating her own world. And then I have two that are seniors uh, within the week. You only have 940 Saturdays between the time that child is born and they go off to college. So one thing we do at sometimes spouses, we take care of the honeydews so they can make those memories together, which is beautiful. You know, the, the honeydews and the chores so mom and dad can actually make memories instead of worrying about that stuff. And what you do with Legacy of Love, which makes it even more beautiful, is you document those Saturdays. You make sure that those kids know you were loved. You were important. This is what we learned this week. You teach them over those 940 Saturdays exactly how much they were loved, exactly what y'all did. Those memories that you forget, like the guide's name, and Bob was hilarious. We have to remember Bob's name, right? Yeah. You document it and you give it to them as a gift when they graduate. But now I haven't done it. You know, the baby books aren't full. I'm thinking I can document them all going into adulthood. I can catch up on some of that stuff so they won't even think about the baby books. And then as they become, they fall in love. As they become 
parents as they get that first job out of college that I could document it and they could see how beautiful life is and how beautiful life can be, right? Because that's what we forget about is those little joys. To be able to look through something like that when you're having a bad day or when grandma's on her deathbed and no, she's always going to be there because I have this. It's priceless. It is. It is. And it's, it's, it is so rewarding for me. And you just mentioned to read back and go over them. I do that fairly often. Now I'll go back and just read over some of the old, old entries that were from so long ago. And it fills my heart with joy to, it's like reliving our lives, reliving the highlight reel of our lives and even the low points, right. To, to Uh go and read through those low points and just then recognize from, from this is where we came from. It was a rough period of time and this is where we came from. So it's, it is truly uh, as much a gift to me as it will ever be for them. Definitely. And another thing you mentioned was uh, not just the children, but you could document falling in love with your partner. You yeah. could document like falling in love with whatever, your job, your passion, like so, to go back to those moments when you're having a heck of a hard time could change your perspective perspective dramatically. Let me tell you this story. This was one of the most beautiful. When, when I was just even thinking about creating an app, I had been journaling my children for many years, but just thinking about creating an app. I was at a retreat um, with with uh, a number of people I knew. And um, this one gentleman named Sam, he came up and said, Ken, he said, I love what you're doing. Let me share with you what I've been doing. And I was like, okay, great. He said, uh, when I was 15 years old, said, my father sat me down and uh, explained to me how important the woman that I would one day marry would be in my life and and how important that role of marriage would be and how crucial it is that I find that right woman, that right connection that we can have a lifetime bond with. And he said, at that point, I sat down and I started writing letters to my future wife. He's like, he was, I think, 24 at the time he was engaged. And he said, and I've been writing letters like throughout the years to my wife. I got to go to his wedding and watch him present this wood carved box full of letters to his wife. It was, I get chills just thinking about it. It was so beautiful. Wow. Yeah, it was absolutely beautiful. I was like, so there's so many ways, right? Just the power of writing and capturing things down. As it's happening in your life, in your brain, in your thought process, there's just immense power that comes from that. But there's great knowledge on journaling and how cathartic journaling is, just in general, right? To, to write it down, to get it out. And, and what we've kind of done is taken that from just the general writing to the actually writing to and for someone else's benefit. That is amazing, and it's beautiful. Thank you for the golden nuggets. I like to break down golden nuggets that are experts, and he's definitely an expert on family. So the golden nuggets that we were given from Ken today are ask an intelligent question. If you're getting into business, solve a problem. He solved a major problem with asking an intelligent question, not just... 
I need to leave a legacy for my kids. He asked, what can I do to leave an impact on my children? Something that's going to go for, from generation to generation. And the other thing is, I didn't even talk to him about this before, but the best time to plant a tree. I was hoping he would say that, but I didn't know if he would. When he said that the best time to plant a tree is 50 years ago, but the next best time is now. That's an old Chinese proverb, right? That if you want to document, if you want to learn or have your children learn from the beauties in your life, the mistakes, a way to do it is journaling. And that's one way you can just leave a legacy for your family. Ken, how can they contact you if they want to know more about Legacy of Love app? Sure. Uh, we have a website, legacyoflove.app.app. So you learn all about our, our program and kind of where we came from, how this came about at legacyoflove.app. Uh, you can find it on the app store, the Apple store or the Google Play store. We're on both places right there. You can sign up directly from the website or you can go to either, either uh, the app or the Google store, any of those places. And we'd love to uh, have people dive in and, and, and start making their own legacy for their children. What a gift you have given the world. Thank you, Ken. Thank you. Before we get off of here, I always like to ask my people I interview a fun question. So my question for you, Ken, is if you were stranded on a desert island and all of your human needs were met and you could take two items, what two items would you take and why? Wow. Great question right there. Um, okay, I'm going to go with this. I am going to go with uh, my uh, Kindle with the library, the massive library of books that I have on my Kindle so that I could continue to read a lot. And the now I'm assuming I have power on the island because the second thing I'm going to take is this. It's a digital photo frame that constantly scrolls through the most important photos of my life, showing me with my friends and family and the adventures that we've taken so that I can continue to relive those things. That is amazing. Thank you so much for being on Ask an Expert, a Sometimes Spouse podcast. We appreciate uh, you. Thank kids. you for having me. It's been awesome. I appreciate it. You have a great day. Thank you guys for listening to the Sometimes Spouse podcast. And this has been Ask an Expert with Ken Wimberly with the Legacy of Love app.